Our first president, George Washington, said, It is impossible to rightly govern a nation without God and the Bible. John Adams, our second president, told King George during the Revolutionary War, We recognize no sovereign but God, and no king but Jesus. President Ronald Reagan said, If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. If you love America and believe in God of the Bible, then you've landed at the right place. Welcome home to a God-fearing, red, white, and blue USA Proud podcast. This is America Resurrected with your host, Kevin Alexander. Hello, and it's Kevin Alexander, and welcome to America Resurrected. I'm glad you're with us today. We often say at America Resurrected, if you love the God of the Bible, the creator of the universe, and you love patriotism, and you love liberty, and you love freedom, you've landed at the right place. We call it America Resurrected. I believe with all my heart, over the last several decades, America has died Spiritually, in America as we once knew it, as America as it was founded on Christian beliefs, Christian principles, and gave us a Christian heritage, has officially died. Uh, The news media is not what it used to be. Our politicians aren't what they used to be. Uh, Morality is not what it used to be. Even the churches aren't what it used to be. And and therefore, we we declared America dead. And just like Jesus Christ died when he went to the cross. And then they put him in the borrowed tomb. But what did Jesus do? He resurrected from the dead. And that's our prayer and that's our hope and that's our faith. That the United States of America would resurrect from the dead. I also believe with all my heart America has been infiltrated with political correctness like never before, where people are literally afraid to say anything. But I'm here to tell you, no matter what you say, no matter what I say, whether it's right or it's wrong, somebody's going to agree with it. Somebody's going to disagree with it. So why not just say the truth? Because if you don't say the truth, there's still going to be people that agree with you and don't agree with you. So my philosophy and our philosophy of the America Resurrected is just say the truth because they're going to agree or disagree anyways. And political correctness, we often say when we meet, we meet two or three times on a regular basis, on a monthly basis, two or three times a month. We often say that political correctness was left at the door. It's not allowed inside. Materialism has also destroyed America. We've put our hope in everything but the things of God. We have ungodly politicians like we've never had before. Now, if this is your first time to America Resurrected, you're listening to Kevin Alexander, America Resurrected. You can like us on our Facebook page, America Resurrected, where all of the podcasts are on there. You can go listen to any podcast we've ever done. We mix religion and we mix politics, maybe like no one else in the nation today. 
Because if you study American history, that's what used to happen. The pastors, the churches used to lead the way. The pastors, the churches used to lead the way in our society. They used to be the ones people went to to get their wisdom. They used to be the ones to go to when they needed answers to questions about what was going on in government proceedings and society. During the revolution and after the revolution, a lot of the, the constitution was ratified by many states at the church house, not at the state house. There's a Bible verse I want to share with you today in the podcast we're calling When Wicked Rule People Mourn. Proverbs 29.2. In America Resurrected, we try to give you the truth of the Word of God. My opinion doesn't mean anything. Your opinion doesn't mean anything. We only go by what God says. If people ask me questions, what do I think about this? Or what do I think about that? I say it don't matter what I think. Let's go to the main authority. Let's go to the word of God and let's see what God says about this. Then we also give you the truth of what goes on in our nation. Whether it be Democrat, Republican, we will give you the truth. But the word of God says in Proverbs 29, 2, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. You and I are the people. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. And I submit to you today, the wicked are bearing rule all over the United States of America in many political offices, whether it be local, state, or federal. And the people mourn. Y'all, do you ever wonder why the founding fathers didn't put anything in the Constitution or in the Bill of Rights or in the Declaration of Independence about abortion directly, about homosexuality directly, about gay marriage directly? I've often wondered that, and people's often told me, well, they couldn't fathom that would ever take place. And that's a good answer. But I got another thought for you on that as well today. The founding fathers could never fathom that the Bible-believing church, now we got to say Bible-believing church because there's a lot of churches out there. There's all kinds of different churches out there, but they don't all believe in the Bible. Our founding fathers could not believe, they could never fathom that the Bible-believing church would not be involved in politics. You got what? Whoa, 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 Kevin. What about, about separating the church and state? There's no such thing. Go do your homework. There's no such thing as separation of church and state. That's not what Thomas Jefferson was talking about in 1802 when he sent a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church. He was saying there would be no single denomination in America. But make no doubt about it, my friend. Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin, I've been told two of the least religious founding fathers are more religious than most people we have running seminaries in America today. The two least religious founding fathers spoke much and spoke often about the God of the Bible. Thomas Jefferson once said it scares him to know that we have a just God. See, when the wicked rule, the people mourn. 
Whose job is it to make sure the righteous are in authority? The Bible says if the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. If the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Well, whose job is it to make sure the righteous are in authority? Hello? The church. Let's go a step further. The Bible-believing church. If you understand anything about American history, you understand that the reverends and the ministers and the pastors led the way. And their flock followed. During the Revolutionary War, many of the the uh, armies that the colonies put together were just church congregations. Peter Muhlenberg talked about this season to fight. And his congregation went out with him and fought. They were the 8th Regiment in the colony of Virginia. He led his people fought. It's how it used to be, my friend. Then the church believed in the lie of separation of the church and state and the churches got out of the politics and the churches got out of the state houses and the churches got out of the government buildings and now the the wicked rule and the people are mourning because the wicked rule, I'm telling you today, the people rejoice when the righteous are in leadership positions and it's the church's job to make sure the righteous are in leadership positions. In the state of Virginia, which I commonly refer to now as the California of the East. But we got things going on in Virginia, maybe even worse than what's going on in California. Our governor is carrying out the agenda of the devil. There's no doubt about that. I'm not mixing words when I say that. That's nothing but the truth. If you read the word of God and you see what he's carrying out in the state capital of Virginia, in the city of Richmond. Let me tell you what John Weatherspoon said. John Weatherspoon was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. John Weatherspoon was a minister himself. John Weatherspoon was one of the early presidents of Princeton University. You know those Ivy League schools which today are liberal and ungodly and do nothing but feed the soul of teenage kids with devilish, worldly, unbiblical, ungodly, false teachings. That same Princeton University when it was first founded was a school where they taught young men how to become preachers of the gospel. John Weatherspoon, a minister, a signer of the Declaration of Independence and one of the early presidents of Princeton University. So I'm going to yield to him that he knew more about what was going on during those days than I did and than I do. He was there. If you want to know what happened at the football game, go ask somebody that was at the football game. Don't go ask somebody that was at the movies that night what happened at the football game. Go ask somebody who was actually there. John Witherspoon was actually there. He actually took a pen and signed his name to the Declaration of Independence. Thank you, John Witherspoon. God bless you, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon, we apologize to you and the other signers of the Declaration who put your life on the line, who gave up everything for freedom 
that we haven't done our part. John Weatherspoon made this comment. He had this quote. Whoever is an avowed enemy of God, I call an enemy of our country. Now you think about that a second. Let me go up on national TV and make that comment today and I would be called everything in the book. John Weatherspoon said, whoever is an avowed enemy of God is an enemy of our country. Well, let's look at what the governor of the state of Virginia is doing. On Good Friday, just a few days ago before Easter, on Good Friday, he signed anti-gun law bills. He signed bills to make abortion more accessible to women, to waive a 24-hour waiting period, and it sped up the murdering of babies. Now let me call time out just for a brief second here as we're right in the middle of this coronavirus deal and the whole world shutting down. America is locked down, shut down. People are afraid to speak, breathe, and do anything. The liquor store is open, but the church is closed. Uh, something's wrong, my friend, when the liquor store is open and the church is closed. But we've killed more babies this year and called it abortion than the coronavirus has killed. More people's going to die in a car wreck this year than the coronavirus, so why don't we quit driving cars and just start walking? More people's going to die by drunk drivers this year than the coronavirus, so I got an idea. Why don't we shut down the liquor store? But on Good Friday... Where we Christians celebrate our Savior going to the cross for us. Dying for our sins. So through him, if we repent of our sins, we may be made righteous one day. Our governor in Virginia was signing bills to make it easier to kill babies. And disguising it as he was protecting women's rights. On Saturday, the day before Easter, the governor of Virginia signing bills to protect the LGBT community, discriminating against schools or businesses or anybody with Christian beliefs that want to hold to a standard of marriage between man and woman, that homosexuality is wrong. The governor signed legislation discriminating calling it fairness to all, but really it's discriminating against the Bible-believing Christian. On Easter Sunday, where we celebrate as Christians the resurrection. Whoo, I love that word. I look forward to the day America's resurrected again. When we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, coming out of the tomb, I've been to that tomb in Israel, and he's not there, praise the Lord. The governor was signing a bill when you go to vote, you don't have to show your ID. If you can't show your ID, I don't think you should be able to vote. I'm telling you, folks, the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 2, when the wicked rule, the people mourn. 
You're listening to Kevin Alexander, America Resurrected. Like us on Facebook. We tell you the truth about the Bible. We tell you the truth about politics. We, we marry the two together. We got a lot of conservative talk show hosts out there who are doing a great and fabulous job, but they rarely mention the things of the Bible. We got a lot of pastors out there who are doing a great and fabulous job, but they rarely mention the things of politics. You got to understand back in the day for several years, decades, even a couple hundred years, churches were right up in the middle of politics leading the way. I want to share with you some information on one of the ministers back in the day, a man named Frederick Douglass, who many of you know. Helped negotiate things and fight for equal rights for everybody during the Civil War. He was a he was a minister of the gospel. He was a United States minister resident to Haiti at one point, serving under the President Benjamin Harrison administration. One time somebody asked Frederick Douglass, how do you make your decisions? He said, I make all my decisions based on Proverbs 14.34. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin was approached to any people. That's the only thing Frederick Douglass uses as a test to whether something was good or bad. During the Civil War, he would negotiate with slave owners, trying to find peace, trying to come to an agreement, a settlement. And he got ridiculed and he got criticized for that. Frederick, Frederick Douglass replied with this quote. I like this quote. I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. Think about that, my friend. I would reunite with anybody to do right with nobody to do wrong. And he was talking about right of the Bible, being a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was talking about the righteousness of the Bible, not the righteousness of man. People often ask me, Kevin, would you go preach here? Would you go preach there? Would you preach in this church or that church? Hey, I preach in any church, no matter what the name says on it, as long as they let me proclaim Jesus Christ and tell the truth of what's going on in America. Now, if you want me to come, tiptoe around it, skirt around it, go a certain uh, distance, but not go all the way in of what's really going on, then I ain't coming. Because part of the problem is in our churches today, in our so-called Christians today, we got those itchy ears the Bible talks about. We want to hear what we want to hear. Somebody said, well, you might just want to stir things up. I don't want to stir nothing up. I just want to tell people the truth. I just want the Christians to do their job and get back involved in politics. At the very least, you don't have to pass the test and recite the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, but you can get your rear end up off the couch and go vote. And it's up to the leaders of the church to tell the flock who to go vote for. I may hurt somebody's feelings, Kevin. Hey, we're losing our freedoms while we're worried about hurting people's feelings. We're losing our freedoms because the wicked are ruling in the people's mourning. Right now, we got a president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I feel like sometimes I, I pray for him just that he don't quit because sometimes he probably feels like he's fighting this fight all by himself. 
He's been a friend to the Christian community. He's been a dear friend to the nation of Israel. But I bet you sometimes he's up there in Washington thinking he's fighting by himself. We Christians, we church people got to get behind him. We got to do what's right and we got to get involved like the church used to be involved. Because when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. It's a good thing when the righteous rule. I'm telling you today at America Resurrected, it's the church's job to make the sure that the righteous rule. That way we can rejoice because when the wicked, wicked rule, people mourn. I hope you've enjoyed being with us on America Resurrected today. We try to come to you every week. Like us on Facebook. Share it with your friends. This is a place where there's going to be no punches. We're not holding anything back. We're not being mean. We're not being derogatory. We're just being truthful. And we believe, and I believe with all my heart, and America America Resurrected believes with all its heart. That's what it's going to take in today's world. The truth of the Bible, the truth of politics, married together, and you may have a nation. If God would so allow it, if God would have mercy on America one more time, we could have a nation that is resurrected again for the glory of God and have the righteous rule one more time. Thank you for listening to America Resurrected. Let's pray for our country that we'd have revival one more time. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Please, join America Resurrected in praying America will return to its Christian heritage and become a God-fearing nation again. God bless you, and God bless America.